This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as caramel latte, fireside, sweet potato and brown sugar, and our personal favorite, orange spice. This scent is cloves wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite just like it is ours. So be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. That's secandlecode.com, promo code CRUX. Loaded bases, that's my motivation. A nigga feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018 mode of transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple niggas every generation. I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code to matrix. Yo, 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 everybody out there, how's it going? How you living? How you doing? I want to introduce you to the the premier we fresh from outer space just landing on the earth the cane is able show the show where you could come to and have discussed whatever it is that's on your mind you can find this show on spotify itunes apple music any place where you get your your podcast listening preferences and at this time for this premier show i'm gonna introduce my guest to my left i got the big homie coming from out of the streets of dollar town Yes, sir. Now, so how you feeling today, big homie? Doing well, bro. No complaints, not at all. So I woke up with a chance and a choice. This your first time ever doing a podcast, big homie? For shit, show, But I've been dying so, to do one. So we popping that chair today. And across from it, I got my cousin. He, he well seasoned in this podcast thing. You know what I'm saying? He got his own show. Uh, the Love Jones podcast. The Music Jones Music podcast. Jones, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Um, how you feeling today, cuz? I'm good, brother. How's everything? Appreciate you letting me be here today. Of course, of course. And I see you brought your voice with you. Yeah, I keep, <laughs> I keep it on me at all times. You know what I'm saying? Strapped with that, V. Hey, man. Hey, liquid sword over there. You know what I'm saying. Um, for this premiere show, um, you know, I, I kind of pondered on what I wanted to discuss. You know what I mean? What I wanted my, my foundation to be laid on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened, Big Homie had contacted me. Yeah. And told me that he had something that he really wanted to discuss and you know wanted to put out there in the in the airways. Okay. So uh it just so happened everything kind of fell in place as it did. So today's episode is gonna tie in street culture. You know, we all know street culture has its own way of, of going about, mm-hmm. um, what it's about, who's in it. And we also wanna see and relate that how music ties in the street culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The influence on how each influences both. Um, Jones, you as a music kind of sore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I could use a big word yeah. here, you know what I'm saying? You know a lot about music from the, the 70s up until now. Yeah. Tracks and what the track was about, who was on it. Big homie, you know, you ought to know how you are. You know what I'm saying? So you both should have some good points and aspects of, you know, what's going on mm-hmm. and how they tie in each other. Yeah. So, big homie, since you uh, really wanted to get this out there on the way, list, I, I, I'm going to start with you and you, you let me know what it is that you want the people to know. How you feel about street culture and how it's being shunned on, or how it's being looked at by the people on the outside? Yeah, like the first thing I want people to know is, like, before you judge us for what we do, try and understand why we do what we do. You know, 
Like, we all got the same vision and the same goals. We just go about them in a different manner. Like, only thing we want to do is take care of our kids, our families, and set up the future generations. You know, we ain't out here looking to hurt nobody, mm-hmm. take nobody's lives. T, I said it best. We ain't out here threatening your lives, raping your children. We just staying alive. Making a million. Yes, sir. <laughs> My boy. So, so if, uh, say for instance, um, an elder, you know, somebody that probably was raised in, you know, that, that Jim Crow time and, they spent a lot of their time trying to influence the youngsters to, you know, straighten up, fly right. If, would would that be what you would sit there and look them in their face and tell them, you know? Yes, sir. I tell them get to know me before they judge me mm-hmm. because, you know, like you look at the media or, you know, social media or even the news, they can portray us in a negative light yeah. just because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And, so. and, it's, and they don't even try to understand it. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Because what the first thing you always tell us, Turn that boop the boop boop music down. Yeah, and that's what and that but that's what it always was. But the music now like the music was a way for them to under once they listened to the music, then mm-hmm. they started to understand the lifestyle a little more like, oh well, this is just you know, yeah. that's just what they do. And I always thought their time frame music related what it was they was doing. It it did, but they grew up in the 70s, 60s, 70s. You got to think about it, cocaine, heroin. They was doing it. I know. <laughs> but, I'm your pusher, but man. They, but they, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I, you know, that, that's exactly what Street. I put. I'm your mom, I'm your daddy. I'm, I'm that nigga that Like, it, it's always been tied in with music. But the musicians was just telling people that couldn't see it or didn't see it what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was always looked at sideways because mainstream America didn't see it. It was in the ghettos. In the ghettos. And that's what, you know, so all the music that we grew up on was mm-hmm. talking about what was going on in the confines of where we was at. The hood. That, that's it. Yeah, but the media kept it in the ghettos. But the biggest drug users are the suburban kids. Exactly. Facts. And that's why, but that's why movies like Boys in the Hood and Minister Society Juice. and Colors and all that shit mm-hmm. was so big because they was able they now they showing them what's going on because they really didn't believe it. Think about them all the movies came out before Rodney King even got beat up. Didn't believe it or turn their back to it. They didn't they didn't turn their back to it. They didn't believe it because they most of them didn't see it. Mm. Like I said, Rodney King was the first one that the world saw. Mm-hmm. And now they it was movies about uh, police brutality. Right. They always talked about it, but it wasn't never put on the news. Like nobody, it was never caught, mm-hmm. and they caught it. So that really changed their perspective on. Okay, so that's why they live like that. And I think they took that as a one off. I still don't think they believe that's how it went down in the hood. I think they just caught that as a one off. That was a one time thing. No, no, because once that happened, then it, they started hearing about it more. So now they start they, then because once they once they burned that bitch down once they burned down uh, when they had the riots, that was you know that was the first time in our gen in that era that shit ain't happened since like the sixties or seventies they wasn't doing that in the eighties no more, so it was we went a decade and a half without no cities being burned down mm-hmm. until what ninety until ninety four ninety four. Ninety three. Ninety three. I might have been ninety three. Ninety two or ninety three. Man shit, we don't name all Yeah, that. it it from between <laughs> between ninety to ninety five, Rodney <laughs> King got fucked up and all that shit. Like that was the first time that we saw it or uh, the generations like from the mid seventies, like they did they wasn't doing that no more. Mm-hmm. And it they had figured some shit out and we didn't have a power structure to do it prior to that then. Cause I think that was off impulse. That was like a 
uh, a reaction to that. But it, prior it, to, yeah, you know, like when we watch, had the Panther moving and everything. The Watts riots. The Watts riots. Yeah, you know, like we kind of was organized to say if we want to do something, we can. But at that point, it wasn't an organization. Yeah. But it was just a reaction to I just know the fuck not. But then they saying? was always killing off the ones that was trying to be organized about mm-hmm. it. So that's why the street culture and everything else so big because the people that was trying to be peaceful, they killed them all. Yeah. Yes, sir. And you know what I'm saying? You got to prevent the second coming of yeah, the Messiah. Yeah, so now, so now all these motherfuckers on drugs. Now they just don't want the Messiah to be black. And they listen. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they They don't they, mind the Messiah yeah. being no blind hair, blue eyed. They, <laughs> they don't want to be. They, they don't want to be the true Messiah. Black. Yeah, they, they don't want. Help it, bro. Yeah, but they, but that's what that's what America like. They that's that's the power structure. They don't. They definitely don't want that. Yeah, and that's what they have done all the time. Like they knocked them all off. But my belief is that. The Messiah ain't coming out of the sky. He gonna be born from the womb of a black woman in the next mm-hmm. sack of a black man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's truly, um, I think yeah. how what helped us kind of get behind the eight ball was that we were kind of mind fucked to thinking somebody was gonna come save us when the whole time yeah. you know we had to kind of put some action behind yeah. that belief. Yeah. But they also, you know, what I'm saying, kind of whipped us down to say, well, don't you put that? Act- you can believe it all you want. Yeah. But don't you put that action to it? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, I think uh, Don Tripp had a song. Um, let's go. Uh, it's like basically like let's go take over the White House. You know, what I'm yeah. saying. So I always had a discussion with you know with homies around the way, and I'm gonna kind of point this question towards your way, big homie. When it comes to you know getting active and retaliations and you know actioning them to a to a situation, you know, the streets be ready when it's, you know, the culture going against each other. But I've always I always wondered why, you know what I'm saying, we, we could never take that same energy and go to a, and I ain't advocating this, but I'm just saying, why couldn't we ever go to a police station or go to the courthouse and the same way, you know, somebody could take over a trap or somebody can take over a block, you know what I'm saying, why wouldn't we use that same energy, you know, to, to make a stand against, you know, the sheriff's office or the county, the county jail or, you know, like, to try to show, because, you know, you got to have action to, to bring about change. You know what I'm saying? That's like the saying, everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Because it's going to take sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what you have, you know, your your resume, you know what I'm saying? Why, why you think, you know, a lot, lot of real niggas is afraid, you know what I'm saying, to, to make that sacrifice? Uh, my view on this, like, most definitely, I'm against my brother killing my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely against that. But like you were saying, like, people are afraid to die. Mm-hmm. And we all know... Ain't no ruling power in the history of this planet ever relinquished power without there being bloodshed. Right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like, they're going to be casualties. Like, and I feel like the biggest sacrifice that you can make in this world is giving your life to your cause, though. Yeah. It don't get no bigger. You can't sacrifice nothing no bigger than your life for something that you believe in. Like me, I'm really built on morals, principles, and values. If it's something that I believe in, like I'm willing to accept all consequences, even if the consequences death. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. Like I don't know. Like some things you can't sacrifice for money, or even to stay alive. Yeah. Some of us got to be willing to stand up and die. They gonna kill us anyway. Yeah. So why not die trying to make a change? Yeah. And and that that be my my thought process because you know some people will really die behind that red flag, blue flag, black flag. You know cartels. Mm-hmm. You know me the, the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I've heard people say, man, you got to. Rob me, you gotta kill me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, a cop go out and shoot your uncle. Yeah. And now, you know, you calling the lawyer saying, I want justice. You know what I'm saying? And then when that same cop that shot your uncle get a get a uh get a bond, you know, he going to Piggly Wiggly, Walmart, you know what I'm saying, fool line and ain't nobody touching him. Yeah. But see soon somebody, you know, tell on your homie or 
uh, 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 shoot your cousin down. You know what I'm saying? Now you ready to? And I ain't like I said, I ain't advocating violence. I ain't saying people should kill. Just go around killing people. Yeah. I, I'm just saying in order for us to kind of level this playing field, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We got to show as a community, as a group. That you need to fear us, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they do all these gun laws and shit, yeah, and, ain't, and then no way ain't gonna go buy no legal guns for real, for real. Is it? Is it? Ooh, is, shit, is, is it? Because you're a smart motherfucker. Is it? Is it that we want them to fear us, or do we want them to respect us? We want them. I feel like it's more that we want to be on the even playing field, and they ain't gonna never allow that. That's what our grandparents wanted. So yeah, is that? Yeah, they, 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 they want to respect. That's why they want to go drink out that white on the wall of fire. Yeah, okay. That's why they want to get in that white on the restaurant. They, they wanted us to be respected. Yeah, but I think now. Our generation seeing that y'all don't respect us, yeah. we try to get it the nice way. Yeah, so, so fuck we, it. Now, now we gotta demand it. Yeah, now we, we gotta demand. demand. We what two parts say? You know, so we got now we gotta kick this motherfucker in. Yeah. I've been asking you to for a piece of bread for yeah. damn three weeks. Yeah. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I so, seen you coming in here with these goddamn groceries. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. what we ain't realizing is we dead ass locked in a real life civil war. Yeah, like a long one. Like the war on drugs is real, bro. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like I'm PTSD from this shit, bro. Like I literally got. My homeboys tattooed on their back, on my back, so yeah. they can wipe behind me. Like, this shit is a real war on drugs, bro. Like, they being casualties in these streets every day. Yeah. Brother, it's jail, prison, or death, bro. Like, it's a real war. Like, mm. and you know, I suffer from losing homies, the mm-hmm. death, POD, POWs, like, yeah. real life prisoners of war. Yeah. And these ain't the terms that I created. These yeah. are terms that our government created. Yeah. Right. The war on drugs. Like, yeah. this shit is really. But even the war on drugs is one sided because you could pull up a black man that got his third offense. Uh, his third offense just happened to be a marijuana offense. Mm-hmm. But then pull up a white person that they first offense, third offense, or fifth offense might be, you know, crystal meth or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a controlled substance like, you yeah. know, opiates. Yeah. And they but might, the- they, they get sent to a rehab center. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're giving him, you know, 15 years. Yeah. So it's lopsided in that way too. Yeah. And it's also lopsided because. The real war on drugs ain't even with the street drugs. It's the big pharma motherfuckers. Them the motherfuckers is killing motherfuckers. Like mm-hmm. that opioid shit, it come from them. Right. For sure, so. It wasn't a problem until it reached. Exactly. Until they start overdosing. Damn right. As long as we was in but, the hood overdosing. But they you know the saying? ones produced. They they getting the money from it. Yeah. Like uh, the 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 biggest drug dealer, I never see the money a motherfucker that run goddamn big pharma. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um, that 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 made that, that, that like Pfizer and all that. The yeah. motherfucker that made Percocet, <laughs> it rich forever. Fact. Off off a five year run. His family. You know what I'm saying? His 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 grandkids grandkids gonna have money because oh. of the drug he produced. Codeine Think syrup. about that shit. Codeine syrup. Think shit. about that. The motherfuckers gonna be rich for the rest of their they family gonna be straight for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And it, and they ain't got to sell another motherfucking piece of it. Another, they ain't got to sell another goddamn line. They ain't got to sell another perk. They good. Yeah. While we on that note right there, okay, we in America. Some of the biggest fortunes started with criminal activity. Oh yeah. So Slavery, as a black culture, yeah. everything. So the successful black people, like you see this young brother in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us. We don't have no outlet. We don't have an example of, okay, well, he did this, and he transitioned into this. Mm-hmm. And the people that made a transition forget about us in the streets. Yep, yep, not knowing, yep. like, a little knowledge or just telling, like, bro, you should try this. Yeah, Can help them start their transition process. Yep. And now we can turn our street fortunes into sustained wealth for generations to come, though. Yep. But how much of that is because of greed? Because they, they just never think tomorrow might be the day. I get picked up or, you know, somebody mm. do something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think also on the street, people got to become more aware 
or set a goal. Once mm-hmm. I get to this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe I should really start transitioning. Or re- uh, it was a meme somebody shared today on Facebook. It was uh, Emmett Smith and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I read that too. You did? I yeah, and, and Emmett reached out to Mike for a business meeting. He had oh, yeah. it. And you know what I'm saying? After the meet, he asked um, Mike, you know, why we don't do this more often? And he yeah. said, you, you see what you did? You reached out to yeah, me. You was yeah. humble enough to ask yeah. for help. Yeah. People don't want to ask for nope. help. You know what I'm saying? They just, so, you, they just want you to give them the game. They just want to give you the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they don't want to really get out the game. Yeah. Because of the lifestyle that it may provide. No, I mean, no. Like, nobody ain't geared. No, like what, what Mike said, nobody asked. Because somebody else might feel like, man, I ain't asking no motherfucker for no help. Yeah, that. Or, act, or they might but, not ask and, because they really don't want to get then, out. And then, but the thing is, he it wasn't like he was asking for financial help. Mm-hmm. He was asking to learn. The business part. The business part of mm-hmm. it. Motherfuckers don't want... Like, motherfuckers feel like, I can't let that nigga tell me that shit, and he gonna feel like he did this, 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 and I, I yeah. don't wanna go and ask because he might feel like I'm this, this, and this. Yeah. And that shit is ridiculous because, like he said, you reached out to me. Mm-hmm. So I ain't got a problem talking like, shit, we go have some drinks, we can chill, we can yeah. talk about whatever you wanna talk about. Yeah, and I also think what happens, too, is a lot of times I think that T-word scare a lot of niggas to going legit. That taxes. I mean, but that's <laughs> can't avoid them. Can't yeah. avoid them. I mean, no, no, you can't. <laughs> well, you can to you a certain can. extent. Yeah, you can. If you if, Trump, you, yeah, <laughs> hell, or if you, or if you in the top one percent, yeah, the yeah. richest motherfuckers don't pay no tax. No, they don't, and, and they get bailed out. Nigga, we pay more taxes in this house right now than Warren Buffett. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Yeah, <laughs> and these motherfuckers billion big. Like, but I understand it because low key they secretly help fund the government. Yeah, that yeah. why they don't pay taxes. It, it, but, yeah, anytime but, a president a president run, unless he's rich by himself, he got to have that campaign funded. Yeah, so, you, so I'm gonna scratch your back now mm-hmm. and fund this campaign. But when you get in there, that you know that little boy that stayed in my house, he ain't really my my stepson. That's really my my lover. Yeah. So I need you to pass, Mr. Obama. I need you to pass this saying. You know what I mean? Which is cool. I ain't knocking no lifestyle, but it goes to what you say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Them rich sure. motherfuckers, they that's how they. Kind of get their way, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how they get their way. So, yeah. what I want, what I want to do now. So, with, with the music kind of sore here, how hard do you think is it for somebody from the streets to go straight when possibly every day they're listening to their favorite rapper or favorite rappers rap about the way to attain or maintain this this lifestyle? Is to you know what I'm saying street life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is is there a way that you can still sell records? Be a good uh, artist or a thriving artist or a person in the streets, and still listen to music without actually acting on it. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense, like you can listen to your favorite rapper and, and all that he rapping about, but still mm-hmm. walk the line of you know not necessarily putting your life in danger or your yeah. freedom in danger. You know what I'm saying? Now I know a lot of niggas. I always knew a lot of niggas that listen to that type of shit and went to work every day, mm-hmm. and they just hung around the niggas that. Was in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. and as long as you know the difference, you know what I'm saying. Like you, you got to be able to be strong enough to separate yourself from doing that shit. Because even with NWA, you know that they, they say a lot of them dudes wasn't really like Q. They say they, he wasn't really they, living like that. No. You know what I'm saying they say Dre wasn't really living like that, but no. they say Easy was. Yeah, Easy you know was. Easy was. Easy was the 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 one that he was the real gangster of the group. Yeah, but then you know they shine the light. Kind of to the world of this is what going on in the ghetto, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? They, yeah, and that's what you know. But Easy funded everything, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That was his transition. So, so how you feel, big homie? Like, if 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 a, if a motherfucker wake up every day and you know, what I'm saying he got to go take his kids to school or something, and, you know, he pop in that that future, or, you know, that baby, or, and that's what he hear. 
You know what I'm saying? And you know, he, he might be riding around with a little a little sack in the car, but he gotta go to work at eleven. You know what I'm saying? How how can he distinguish whether he's gonna go, you know what I'm saying, make this play or go to work or you know what I'm saying, what he gonna go throughout the day based off, you know, whatever song he listens to said because, you know, he in that situation. Or do you think it's still a choice that they choose to do that? Of course it's a choice. Like everything you do, you got a choice. Even if the consequences of your choice is death, you got a choice. Mm-hmm. But me personally, like, no kids, it's like the music that I listen to is the mood that I'm in. So, you know, like when I pop on Nipsey or something, I might be down there in the revolutionary mentality. Right. But when I turn on Future, I'm going to go get it mentality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, you know, I, I may be different though, but I feel like the music that we all listen to affects our mood for the day, mm-hmm. our mood for the time. Yeah. And in turn, which is reality. And like the scary thing about music is I got a 12 year old son, mm-hmm. and this generation of music is all about. Kill your brother. Mm-hmm. Kill your brother. Slam him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's real scary, but as parents, it's, it's up to us to stay on our child mm-hmm. and push him the right way. Like, men came and talking, and I tell them, like, this summer, like, I go to my sister's house, my son and my nephews, and they and they just sitting there playing the game. I said, mm-hmm. oh, hell, no, nah, we ain't doing this the whole summer. Yeah. Shit, we got a free park out here in Dalton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either we're going to get to work outside or shots out of the lights out, though, like. Yeah. Get us in the gym. Yeah. But we weren't just going to sit in the house and play the PlayStation all summer. Right. And when I did that, before you know it, like my little cousin stay in the neighborhood. So now. Now he won't go. No, it's a gang on. So now it go from three to 15. There you Quick. go. When I got these 15 boys in here for these couple hours, I know they sheltered. I know they ain't out here getting yeah. in trouble. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what got to be done. Yes, sir. You so know what I'm saying? That's what got to be done. Like, so I'm going to teach them the game of basketball and I'm going to give them life lessons. Yeah. Right. And through all after all that, we're gonna feed them. Yeah. But the scary part about it is at the end, I gotta cut them loose and let them go back to the neighborhood. Yeah. And but see, by y'all doing that, that's gonna help their decision making. That'll make them make the right choice. Because they don't feel like they don't want to disappoint y'all. Yeah. They don't want y'all to be mad with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's and and that's what, you know, in that street culture, a lot of that shit, like it's it's a it was a lot less of they didn't care about the young they just want the young boys to do what they want them to do. Yeah. Instead of teaching them. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's a gap with me with our generation. Because I, I really think when we was kids, we had people like your pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mrs. Jet. Uh-huh. Um Coach Harrison to an extent, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that will come get us and be like, yeah. nah, you playing football this year. Nah, yeah. we're gonna go do this. Or I'm gonna take you to uh uh like you know, like the boys and girls club or something yeah. like that. And I think around our time when we became adults, I think we kinda Drop the ball with yeah. passing it off, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause we was really concerned about getting getting ass, yeah. making money. And then then we all for as far as being home, we all left. Mm-hmm. Like we all but when we come back, you know, I always I tried to do it with my little cousins and shit. I tried to stay on them and make yeah. sure they was doing straight. Like I tried to pass it through them. And so hopefully they would have gave it to their friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But But yeah, and just speaking on what we know in Seattle, yeah. I, I really think that way that the ball got dropped in, in, in our community. Yeah. I can't say that for, yeah. you know, Charleston, Charlotte, yeah. well, but I yeah. think in the Dollarson community, yeah. I think what, I think our generation is kind of, mm. and it's good to see you big homie that you you picking that ball back yeah. up, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that, that can really start something. You yeah, never know what, what what government official mm-hmm. around Dollarson, around anywhere can say, you know what, I like what that young man doing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're looking for a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're looking for a gym that you yeah. want to, 
Bring them to hey, You know what mm-hmm. we, gonna, we gonna open up the wreck every day yeah. You know what I'm saying Oh we gonna work or, What is it the why You know what yeah. I mean Like you just never know Who might see that yeah. and, and really be like You know I wanna, I wanna put something behind that yeah. You know what I'm saying And yeah. then like you say Them, them kids now when they get to be 19, 20, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They not they might not think like us and be like, I just want to go get some ass. I yeah. want to go. They might remember that. You know yeah. what? Let me go get my little cousin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The gym and take him to the gym and shoot with yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me take him to the game on a Friday night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I just really think the influence that you can have don't necessarily got to come from music. It don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that listen to gospel music on Sundays uh-huh. and Monday through Saturday. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I listen to gospel yeah. too, though. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. We all need an inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I listen to it sometimes too. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Because I know I'll be riding the car and might listen to, you know, a Nas joint or a Jay Z joint for the 90s and, and, and think I'm the biggest block hustler they ever, they ever came through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get your crate. But then, but then you know what? Slippers and yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, once you park that car and then turn that, init, that ignition off and open that door. It's the real world out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got, got, got to rear, rear yourself back in. Yeah, you got to know how to separate it. But you know, in that car, you know what I'm saying? My mind, I'm thinking I'm counting. Yeah, I'm saying 30,000 about to go meet up with Pablo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like that, I ain't going to lie, like that, that's me. Like yeah. every, in it, I listen to all music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If and I, I, really, I love it. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 but if it if I feel it like that, like, it, like when I was in college, when Jeezy came out, Shit, I used to go to school feel like I got there had a kid cooking. Snowman, the truck, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's just what it was. Like he just but I know I ain't that ain't what I'm doing. I'm in college. But but, but this nigga got there just give me this feel like shit, I won't got there, but I I ain't never do it. You know what I'm saying? I just like and, and I like another thing about a street a street nigga's spirit, most of them niggas be good niggas. Most of them mean well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'll find a grimy one yeah, here and there, but yeah, most of them really they, well. they be good niggas, man. Yeah. I I was raised by by street niggas. Mm-hmm. I was like I was raised by street niggas. You know where I used to be at? I used to be on Guest Street all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you was way younger than me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I grew up on Guest Street under my cousins, Wallace June, mm-hmm. Nars, Brody, Chris, yeah. Rest in Peace. You know what I'm saying? Like them niggas raised me. Once I turned fucking thirteen, that's where I was at. Right. And from then on, like, them boys, rate, and they would not let me get near that shit. And you got to look at it, too. A lot of people you just named doing pretty damn, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, you know but saying? they, but they at, at that time, they was in that shit. Yeah. But they would not let me do shit. Their representation of transition. Exactly. But me personally, like, like my theory on this is this how the shit start, okay? But when you coming up, you ask mama, daddy for something. Yeah. But you see them go to work every day, but they ain't never got it. Right. Yeah. But you walk outside the door, walk mm-hmm. through the neighborhood. Yeah. Niggas Somebody don't never it. go Nig- to work. Niggas having it. Pocket full of money. Niggas having it. So subconsciously, they going to tell you, yeah. damn, this is what I need to do to have money. Mm-hmm. And now, that's what, that's that's it. That But that's how the neighbor, like, that's how a lot of them get pulled into that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, if you got them good niggas around you that be like, oh, young nigga, nah, you need to go to school. This is what you need mm-hmm. to be doing. This is what you, like, that's how they did me. Well, them yeah. boys told me, well, you going you going to fucking college. But just you not finna be around here with us. Just think about by the time I got up in age, the niggas that raised you, yeah, they was doing stretches. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that created yeah. a gap. Either they was mm-hmm. doing stretches or they was, they was, they, 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 they was gone. Away. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Rest in peace, Juju. You know what I'm saying? Live. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, I met you in 1992. How old was you in 1992? Shit, 92, I was like five, bro. Summer food program. Yes, sir. Bones, ma'am. 
Come on, your mama say you going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you going. You know what I'm saying. Yes, we, I've been knowing you since you were five. Think yeah. about that shit. You know, what I'm saying I grew up with your cousins, with your big cousins. Yeah, for sure. sure. You know what I'm saying. Them boy, like your cousin Tasha and my sister was best fucking friends. No doubt. Me, I used to spend the night at. I spent the night over their crib a few times. You know what I'm saying. Like that's, that's just how shit went. You know what I'm saying. And then when we got older, them boys ain't never let them boys always protected me. It was some shit going down. A year, no, two months before the shit happened at the spot, right? Yeah, yeah. I was at the hut and somebody started fighting. Juju and Pat came out that motherfucker and saw me standing there. Them boys picked me up and carried me away from it. Like, boy, what the fuck is you doing? You, I said, I was just standing there. It's like, oh, okay, you good? We out. Them boy, put them boy carried me away from the shit. Put me down. Asked me what was going on and got the fuck out. Boys recognize your greatness. And that, but put- that's but that's how you know what I'm saying that's how that shit went back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them boys, that's how they treated you know niggas like me. Could, because, like, as you know, my pop was the pop of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That little blue truck carried everybody in that fucking neighborhood around that motherfucker. No you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate him for that. And that's why I got so many brothers that protected me from the street life. Yeah, but we missing that protection. We now. missing that shit now. And that's why I tell you when I say I earned the name Big Homie. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Because I am that. Yeah. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of people claim it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be one. Nah, I ain't never claimed it. That yeah. shit was put on yeah. me. You, you that's gotta, what I'm you, saying. You know what I'm saying? The, you you got to show the action. The greats always say you can't give yourself Except no, no name. name. No, yeah, no. no. You got to earn them. You got to earn that. Somebody else going to give you that nickname. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is absolutely true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is a lot of niggas just feel like they can call themselves that because they got, you know, some money mm-hmm. in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Or they, yeah. or they front a the nigga, you know what I'm saying, a pack or something. Nah. You know what I mean? You fucking that man up. Boy, I know niggas with money that's super lame. And I know yeah. niggas that, that broke them super be the, real. Them be the one. Yeah. Them be the one. You know what I'm saying? One, you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna see no dummy Because they, they always feel like money is gonna, money can get me anything I want. But the kind of niggas I hate is the niggas that be quick they call another nigga to handle their business like when they get in trouble mm-hmm. or when somebody did something to them. Nah, if you a stand-up guy, bro, if you feel like this is what need to be done, you will hop in that car you got, by yourself. You got to do mm-hmm. it. You and God and go do it. You got to do it. You won't call nobody else. Like before I leave my young homies on the crash mission about something I did, yeah. I crash first myself. Like you said, yeah. I tell people all the time, I respect that nigga that going to go Face that problem mm. and get his ass beat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you got yeah. your ass beat, you got your ass beat. But you, but you went and stood on your own. You did what you had. You to did do. what you had to do, and you, yeah. And this, but, but see, then, now but this, not, this social not, media shit. But not, but but then in that, what you're saying is after you do that, now this motherfucker know, man, this motherfucker might do something to me. Yeah, don't, so, no, no, yeah, I ain't gonna try him. I again. can't, I can't fuck with him like that no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So not, not boom. Now the respect is there. Yep. And now they can build. Now, now you can build something off that. Yep. Because. Nine times out of ten, when that shit happened, it be niggas butting heads because they the same type of motherfuckers. Uh, uh, and, no, they, it, they don't, and they don't even realize that. It might be a nigga that. bullying, you know what I'm yeah, saying? But, but he, he finally stood up for yeah, himself. All that, but, but a lot of motherfuckers don't realize that nigga you bullying is a lot like you. Yeah. Yeah, but y'all boys overlook the main shit way a lot of down street trouble start from. A female. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Niggas, yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> niggas ain't playing the game no more. Yeah, niggas will push your head if you bag it old. They always be they always be at the uh they been the cause of a lot of shit. And no kids. Every great bro. man. Yeah, no every great man. Being a young nigga, I done been front line on shit that I'm thinking I'm being solid to my homeboys when the whole time I'm front lining. Cause he got a problem with this man by the woman, by the woman, and that's crazy. That's the craziest beat to be yeah. in. Yeah, that's and crazy. that and that's the most 
unnecessary beef to be in. I hate that. It, it, like, why? Because you kill him, you go to jail. Somebody else clapping the cheeks. Somebody else gonna get him. <laughs> somebody else clapping so the cheeks. So neither one of y'all gonna get him. <laughs> but but then the, but the bullshit about it is it it fifteen other girls right down the street. Yeah, yeah, they ain't got, got, the, ain't got, got nothing to do. He didn't fight about that one. And he ain't rape her. Yeah. Uh, she opened she up the lid. Yeah. Somebody else out here won't give you some cup. She told you, Somebody babe, else want to give you She told you, babe, I'm getting sleepy. Yeah. You know I got to work tomorrow. I'm going to call you when I wake up in the morning. As soon as they hang up. Yeah. Nigga, I you, can't sleep. What you doing? <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> but but see, then that, but then that's why. And then, but we, how do you pass that game to a young man? Like, cause a lot of, cause our it's generation, hard. our it's generation hard. grew up. Pride on, is a motherfucker. Our generation grew up on bitches ain't shit with hoes and tricks. Yes, you know what Indeed. I'm saying. Indeed. That's what we grew up on. So we looked at it different. See, then, then I don't know these little kids. Like they get in relationships at, thir- at 13, early. and they try to stay with the same. They fucking early good. too. Yeah, till they t- till they forever. But that's how you know. That's how that old shit went because it wasn't all this other shit going yeah, on. With us, it was like how many if, how many done got so far. Listen, if, <laughs> if we was if we would have came through with Facebook, oh Instagram, oh man, my, my high school numbers would have been <laughs> astronomical. Nigga, you, you remember you have to write them notes yeah. in class and fold that bitch yeah. a certain way yeah. and, meet, and meet the girl between uh, class. Imagine if I could go if I could just pull that my phone out my pocket and say, "Nigga, go." We couldn't even pull out our two way or page yeah. in class like the teacher taking it. Think These kids nowadays it. they they be in class ain't paying Snapping, attention. Pandora's box, everything. Like just think, you know what I'm saying? So they should be the ones that's having the most fun. Like I wouldn't care. I would. Just, Fight me, boy. What for what? Man, you see, boy, I got <laughs> I got 12 DMs from chicks from different schools. You can have them. Yeah, I got 12 DMs. I'm cool. I, I done sit, I done you know sit cops out the six of them. You know what I'm saying? You, like these things so bold on Snap, they'll man, swipe up like you man, got a private story man, going on. Man, listen, man, I'm telling you, man, this and, shit is unreal. And the man. opposite of, of what we were saying about the guy that stand up for us, suck get his ass beat. Don't yeah. don't be the guy that talk that talk that rah rah. I wish a nigga would. I'll fuck a nigga. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying, and then it just so happened in the club. You knocked the wrong nigga cup over. Oh, mm-hmm. it came in. and he slapped you across your fucking face. And for yeah. things, what you hit me? For? Yeah. Now nah, I'm gonna look at you like, yeah. Man, I thought you was that guy. No, but if you that guy, believe you me, the words that you speak are gonna return to you. <laughs> yeah, I promise. Yeah, you. yeah. the same way you wish the nigga would. A nigga yeah. just he just did. The nigga yeah. gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So if you that guy that you not built like that, and you know you not built like that, but you let it be known, dog, I ain't that guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then something pop off that calls you to put your back to the wall, and you got to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Now I know if I'm with this guy and something happened, I, I can't just, rely really rely yeah. on him to do that. But I ain't mad at that because yeah. I knew that. Yeah. But if I'm thinking you this guy and we together, and you know what I'm saying something pop off, he like you know what I know where them niggas be at. Yeah. Da da da. And we get there, and you know what I'm saying it pop off and. Hey, doe, let me up. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. let me. <laughs> But tell me that up the street though. No, don't wait till we get there. Tell me that up the street. Hey, no. <laughs> and then the next time I'm gonna yes, tell you, sir. the next time I'm gonna tell you, I know why you wanted to get out. You got that trail that ass. Yeah, I know why you wanted to get out. Straight no up, kids, though, bro. My level of understanding already let me know. Ninety percent of social media ain't who the fuck they is on social media. Ninety, I, I say shit. about ninety six. Man, yeah, that so shit. You might. Know that right. shit all cap. All of it. Now no people kidding. can create a whole new persona. Yeah. They can create three or four personas on them. Yeah. They could be a, a street nigga one day. Yeah. They could be a comedian the next day. Man. They could be a motherfucking perfect stock investor the next day. Man. Yeah, and, then, and then and then next thing you know, a video come out of them, you know, I'm booking you know, booking over the man or something. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
that, but that's that's the world, man. That's what that's the world now. That social media created. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, why I was that's ex- what we at. That's why I was excited about doing this podcast though, because you look at my social media feed, it ain't no but positive energy. Yeah. So you'd be like, damn, this nigga got down social media mean. Yeah. Until you really hear me speak And you're yeah. like Oh this nigga Shit, I ain't got nothing But yeah. damn sluts on mine <laughs> Cause that's what you into That's <laughs> <laughs> what you into I promise you no. hey, but, they, they, but they don't want me though that, that, I don't know that, That's no up for another show Oh shit no, that, That's up for another boy, show baby. They don't want you They don't want you Because damn <laughs> Shit you really the damn The lies that they been hearing like the niggas been lying to him, pretending to be like you, and then when you really show up being yeah, you, they really, like down. They because and a, a lot of what you saying, I, I get what you said because them chicks be wanting a nigga to tell them all I want is some pussy, I don't want shit from you. Yeah. And when you when we used to actually tell them that, come through on them like that. And wasn't chasing them and shit. They couldn't understand. Couldn't understand. Now they in love. Like, no, baby. Yeah. You say you say you ain't want no relationship. Mm-hmm. You say you just want somebody to come through fucking good and get the fuck on, right? I'm doing that. What is the problem? Well, you don't you talk know, to em- me. You know emotions get yeah. all attached. Yeah, yeah. You know, sex, money, all the emotions. Yeah. All the emotions. Yeah. That's why you got to be careful, yeah. bro. Like, I'll yeah. turn down women because I know the power of sex. I understand Damn, you a strong motherfucker. Yeah. No, bro. Like, me personally, bro. Like, <laughs> man, God bless me. And he cursed me with understanding, bro. Yeah, like I'm gonna understand both perspectives, even if I'm wrong. I'm gonna be man enough to admit it. Like, damn, yeah. like I really understand I, what you're saying. I do yeah. that, but when it, but if she drop him and bend over in front of me, my yeah. understanding not the fucking one. Yeah, I know the power of that shit, bro, and I can't yeah. let that shit down. Come my energy and fuck up my peace, though, bro. Yeah, not I about no pussy, it. like you know what yeah. I'm saying. But you know, a lot of times I be liberated too, though. Yeah, you know I just, my, my, my decision making might be a little skewed. I just ghost them, nigga. I was ghosting motherfuckers before ghosting now, was a, was a I have had situations where you know a motherfucker wanted me more because I didn't try. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We done been together alone, yeah. and I didn't try. And then mm-hmm. you know she finally hit me. I was like, "Why you ain't try to fuck me yet?" Yeah, because you ain't gave me no pussy. Yeah, you ain't, you, <laughs> shit, you ain't, yeah, you ain't give me no pussy. You know what I mean? You pull that motherfucker out in front of me, I fuck it. And, but and, if you, yeah. yeah, so how much the street culture uh, is responsible for how you think our young men or older men treat women? Because, you know what I'm saying, they think the younger generation is doing that dog to women, but, you know, no, grandpa's and whole yeah. families down the road. Yeah, you know they don't, thrill. they don't, these little niggas don't dog to women. These little niggas. I think these new niggas getting dead. They the ones getting dog. Yeah, they, shit, sure. yeah, the, girl, the girls is the, the, the new, fe- the girls is the new niggas. They, as far as in the relationship, yeah. they the ones running shit. Some they, of these girls got they the got bag the, too. They got the bag. They got the car. They got the job. So the nigga dropping them off at work, driving their car. And the wild thing, you know about what I'm saying? Shit, bro, the wild thing about that shit, niggas will literally sit in the house all day. And be the best nigga at 2K, 2K and Madden. Yeah, and let they want to take go, care of them. And that's what that's what that's the transition. I'm telling you. But if you raise off that new, pimping. It's something wrong with that. Yeah, something wrong with it. But you know what I'm saying. Now, some people applaud that shit. Yeah. But us as men can't because as real men, as yeah. real men, us as real men can't because nigga, I wish I could have did that shit. That's why we <laughs> feel like that. Mm. I wish we could, nigga. You know damn well if we was in college and a motherfucker was taking care of us like that. Man. I'm talking about jaw. She paying for everything. You drop her off at work, keep it on car. Nigga, we would have been in fucking heaven, but nigga. That's why we would have been our 15 year anniversary. We'd have been mad. You would yeah. think you would have been in heaven, but them niggas that going through that are the most depressed niggas ever. Because that girl going out fucking them niggas that and got that bag. And, and the girl and, and, and treating him.
him like a whore. The girl got his nuts. <laughs> yeah, saying. she treated him you like can a get whore. The fuck out, nigga. And that's how they. But that's the that's the change because the niggas used to talk to the girls like that. You tell me yeah. I can get the fuck out. Oh, I'm gonna pack my shit and I'm yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, but I ain't going where you think I'm yeah. going. because I'm gonna keep elevating when I Damn get the fuck right. up out of here. I ain't gonna be staying. These niggas, no, these ain't gonna block you. These niggas go straight to social media to cry. Man. She oh, put yeah. me out, man. No, they, I, I ain't block you from no I social she, media sites. I none thought, of that. I thought she loved me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my grandma always say what I tell you about Thornton. I thought you know she, I <laughs> thought I she loved me. Ah, these niggas, yeah, they uh, but that's where we at, man. Like the girls is running the relationships now. And you know, in the black community, but in the black race. It's the only race where the women right now are more educated and making more money yeah. than their counterparts. Yeah, because these niggas gave up. No, nah, we got to go deeper. Yeah. We got to go hundreds of years deeper. Lynch little shit down. Out of fear, the women became the head of the house yeah. to protect the black, black man because we're yep. being Lynch, killed, all yeah. that. Nuts cut yeah. off, castrated, so they all became, that. So they became strong and they passed that down to their daughters. And they granddaughters and, and you got to test it to uh, I think it was World War One or World War Two. The way a well, lot of men yeah, went to war to, and didn't come home. Yeah, you know and, what the saying? Women, and the women had to had run to step shit, up, and then and shit, then they yeah. threw that government assistance in it to assist mm, them. Mm. But then they became more reliant on them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know that's a conversation for another but day. It, it's on us though. Like now, let's take the money. Let's take the fame. Let's take the money. The power and the girls with us. Yeah, they'll see hustle loaded yeah. bases. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Um, goddamn. As far as the music, like nowadays, the music that I, you know, the music I listen to, I don't know if you listen to this shit. Uh, I, I fuck with these Griselda niggas, right? You fuck with shout ben, out, shout ben, out to the Butcher, Benny the Butcher, yeah. Westside Gun, Conway. Them boys talk that shit. They like, talk that. They, they talk can, that. They, they talk, talk that, from experience. They talk from experience, but in the end, they telling you like they'll say, "Yeah, I used to do this, this, and this, but now I'm doing this, this, and this." Like, like that nigga say straight up, like I was the only nigga ever locked up with Emory and signed the fucking Rock Nation. That crazy. That's crazy. The, the end game. You yeah. did, but that's that, how they. That, but that's how that, that how our generation giving it out now. Cause them boys our age. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? They close to our age. Yes, so sir. them boys giving it up now. But is will they get to the the generation that we need them to? Because they so much older. Yeah. It's gonna be somebody from their generation to have to reach them because I hang around the younger crowd mm-hmm. and I know their mentality like shit, man. Fuck that old nigga, he ain't got shit going on. Mm-hmm. But if they got something going on, yeah, they'll buy into it. But but why why do you think that uh that that separation is there? Why you think that gap there like that? Why where did that where did that gap develop? Because. You never treated me like that. Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? When I used to come from school and see you at your aunt crib, nigga, we chop it up. But yeah, me, but- you, Pop, Bart, Red, all that. I used to come out. I used to speak to y'all like we just talking. I'd be like, man, how you been, man? You know what I'm saying? Blah blah. Like we every time I saw you, we always talked. I asked you, you know what you got going on? How's everything? Always did. Where did the gap come in at, man? To the niggas, these young boys feel like that. Not to toot my own horn, but God knows I'm different. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and and, and you was raised under your, uh, your 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 older cousins was legit. legit I yeah, can't yeah. do no blame social media. Yeah, no kids. I can't totally put it on social media. Like a lot of people, mentally blind, they only see what I see. So you know, what that make you, a lot of sense. If you come around and you ain't having nothing going on, you ain't having money or none of that. Like they gonna judge you at that moment, not knowing. Well, you might be in the future, so they like, oh, man, that nigga ain't got shit. He kept not knowing that you just might be in your down season. 
and not knowing that your words carry way more valuable than the dollar because that dollar can disappear at any time. Yeah. But the words going to be burned in your brain. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why I say social media, because the old nigga back then that might have had money, they saw that nigga. Or he might have something going on, but you only saw him in the neighborhood. Only in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but now with social media, if a n- niggas want to be seen looking like they got something going on. Mm-hmm. So now if you ain't got shit going on, I can't learn nothing for you because I want to get on here and post this picture and get at least 100 likes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if, 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 if you sit there and you went to work at, uh, let's say, Honda yeah. for 12 hours and you come through the hood looking like shit, mm-hmm. dirty up, drinking the water, and you talking about, man, shit down. Hey, bro, you got like 20 hours tomorrow. I mean, that old nigga ain't got shit going on. But if Snake come through to one of them young niggas and he jewelry down, designer down, that young nigga be like, you know what, whatever the fuck you doing, I need to do that so I can yeah. on social media and then I'm going to get these lights and I'm going to fuck these bitches. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck Junior had going on, he keep that shit. Me yeah. personally, you know though, yeah. throughout the weekdays, shit, I'm going to be dressed worse than the nigga and that, that boy, and, boy them the, and them the ones that probably bro, got listen, it. And that's how the old heads used to do it. God the motherfuckers you. that had the bread, you couldn't tell so. they had the fucking bread. God yeah. bless the dead, long live Ray Love. Boy, but, listen. Boy, I got the game from this nigga. Like, Man. Some of the shit that I learned from him, bro, like, I apply it in my everyday repertoire and that mm-hmm. shit still work. Like, mm-hmm. that shit crazy. That nigga doing that bicycle, that American flag do-rag. Me think no. nigga him. <laughs> Lil' Cuz had, Lil' Cuz Pop passed away when he was real young, right? Mm-hmm. And we still had the first fucking check he ain't never cash. You know what the biggest lesson I got from that nigga? <laughs> discipline. That that, nigga that, he was discipline. Dis- and he had to become that because his older brother was was wilding. Yeah. So he had he felt like he had to be sensible. Because you know, Fate was out there, Fate doing whatever. Bro, I'll tell you, bro. Cuz do he do he was doing what the fuck ever he wanted to. But being sensible and responsible for a lot of people is a whole is different, a whole type different of ball game, He felt bro. like he had to take care of his mom and his sister. Yeah. That's how he felt. As yeah. the youngest of the, of the three. And with me being the only boy, like my sister tell me all the time, bro, like, our problems ain't your burden. Yeah. But me being the man, man that it I is. Am, you, it is. They, they, it, that's your issue. Even if you don't think that it, I want it to be, it is. It's, it's it going gonna, 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 gonna to trouble me in some way, if you mm-hmm. want it to or not, because of who you are to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like that. And my sister older than me, just like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. When she got some some shit going on, I can't sit at home and not worry about it or think about it. Yeah, that's my nah. sister. I got to make sure she's straight. So whatever whatever I can do to help them out in them situations, that's what you and that's how we was raised. Even when I'm telling myself like it's a no for everybody from my damn son on down, it's no. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna sit around and watch you struggle, bro. And I'm the type of person before I let you feel the pain, I weigh the pain. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. my, my shoulders but, built for but, that. But as a man, that's how that's how it's supposed to be as me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how our shit's supposed so, to be, man. So we gonna we gonna you know come to an end with this episode. But at, with the stance that you at, with the respect that you have, if something was to you know, if you was to just fly off the earth tomorrow, what what what, what would you want your legacy to be? Or what, or, or, say for instance, some of the young homies listening to this show, what is that the message you want to relay? That you know what I'm saying you want to give them the kind of you know what I'm saying, motivate them to do to go the right way. What what, what would be your, your your leaving words, lasting words? My lasting words would be, hey, bro, take care of your kids. Don't crash about your damn stupid-ass homeboy because as soon as you get locked up, as soon as you die, they might cry that day, but tomorrow you forgotten about. Gone. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's try to build some generational wealth. Let's leave our kids with more than we was left with mm. so in turn they can leave their kids with more. And before you know it, shit, we fired generations deep in this wealth instead of in gangsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jones. Yes, sir. Donda album came out this morning. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, you it, had a. It did. I was listening to it on the way over here. Are you Are you serious? Yeah. Kids, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Got about 30, 27, 28 tracks on get it. Get the fuck out of here. Been on social media. <laughs> I haven't. I ain't been on shit this morning. So yeah. I ain't been on shit. Man, that's I was at I, my mom's crib. That's why I was telling you, you know what I'm saying? So you could, if you ain't new, get up on that. Um, Like I said, Jones, shout out your show and where they can find it. Well, I appreciate you having me on because um, you can catch me. Um, Music Jones podcast every mm-hmm. Thursday on all platforms: iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, everything. Um, you can email us at uh, the Music Jones podcast at Gmail and catch us on IG, Music Jones podcast. Appreciate it, big homie. G- g- give them your social media handles, man, so they can know where to follow you. You know, what I'm saying some of your motivational quotes and you know posts. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Sean Williamson, S E A N Williamson, and you can find me on Snap at. Big underscore homie six, and you know that's pretty much it. Like I I use it. Well, as a matter of fact, you can also follow me at Black Home Bundles LLC on Facebook, Black Home Bundles LLC on Instagram, Pretty on Purpose Boutique LLC, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Shit, people coming, brother. Keep Transition, coming. baby. A minute. Yeah, Transition right. phase. That's right. This is the Kane is Able podcast where we're we going to talk about what a lot of people are scared to talk about, man. Like I said, this is our premiere show. We're going to be bringing y'all some more fire, you know what I'm saying, whether it's me alone or some guests that can give you some live perspective or whatever it is that we're talking about for that episode. You can also find us on all platforms. Uh, and you want to email us, send us a topic you want us to discuss. Or if you, you just want to give us a review of an episode, you know, it's Kane is Able Pod at gmail.com. And with that, we are. the hustle honey podcast the place for aspiring entrepreneurs my name is tiffany johnson i am the creator of hustle honey a place for women to engage encourage and empower the next ceo join my co-host and me each week to discuss what it takes to be the boss expand your brand and build generational wealth we will share personal stories what's going on in our communities and how you can turn your mess into a message with a little kitchen table talk for fun. Keep up to date on the hustlehoneypodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter.